This is Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. We have another great episode today of Change for Your Dollar, where we have conversations and talk about the blessings and burdens around money and faith and life. I'm your host, John Putnam. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Change for Your Dollar. I'm really excited to share this today, and I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you are, please subscribe. And if you like the content, which I hope you do, please share it with your friends, with your family, with your coworkers. Invite them to be a part of this. We would love to have them join the conversation. Well, I'm going to start out today with a question. Have you ever played with dominoes? Now, I'm not talking about playing the game of dominoes, even though I've done that when I was a child. But I mean playing with dominoes, you know, when you stand them up on their end and you put them close together in a long line or a curve or a spiral until they are all set up. And then it's the moment of truth. You tip over that first domino. It falls into the second domino and third and so on. Then gravity takes over and the result is a series of falling dominoes and clicks and clacks until they are all toppled over. Well, in the scientific community, it's called, (laughs) wait for it, the domino effect. (laughs) Pretty creative, huh? Merriam-Webster defines the domino effect as a cumulative effect produced when one event initiates a succession of similar events. And you can best believe that you will find this effect in a variety of money moments. Remember, I define money moments as the point when our money choices combine or collide with our money convictions. If you will let me oversimplify just for a moment, Because when you make a positive money choice, then that moves into the next event and the next event, that positive domino effect. So often it continues to lead in a positive direction. And on the flip side, if you begin with a poor financial choice and poor events follow, you will likely be moving in a poor direction. However, As I've had the privilege to work with clients in thousands and thousands of lifestyle paradigms and choices associated with it, but also I have seen often how many times the domino effect can begin with a positive, good choice in our lives and enter into new lifestyle paradigms, but those new paradigms albeit they're positive and they're good, they can begin to influence us to make financial upgrades that may otherwise have not been made. Let me give you a couple of real-life examples. What if you move into a new neighborhood, and in that new neighborhood, it's just a little more upgraded than your old neighborhood? Maybe nobody mows their lawns there. Maybe they're all a little more manicured. Maybe they're not dragging hoses and sprinklers around their lawns. Maybe they have sprinkler systems so their lawns look better. You get the point. You make a positive move into a new neighborhood. That's the first domino. But as the dominoes continue to fall, you have to begin making choices. Or what if you get a new job? And maybe when you go to the job, instead of everyone bringing their lunch, like maybe your old job, maybe everybody eats out every day. And that's going to put some strain on your budget. 
or like the story I'm getting ready to share, you are achieving a lifelong dream. I have a friend who had this lifelong dream of owning a sailboat. Now, not just a little boat or a little something you can take out on a pond, a real ocean-going vessel that you could actually live on with your family, maybe cast off to sail around the world. He subscribed to various sailing magazines. He visited marinas, shopping for the perfect boat, wistfully imagining himself at the wheel and headed out of the harbor into the great beyond. What an adventure. He knew he could never afford to buy a vessel capable of such adventure, and he vicariously lived out his fantasy by reading about others who sailed to the far corners of the world. However, in the back of one of these magazines one day, he saw a picture of the boat of his dreams with a price he could hardly believe. For only $17,500, he could have a boat capable of sailing in the ocean. Only two things stood in the way. One, he didn't have $17,500. Two, the boat's low price reflected its poor condition. It needed a lot of work. And my friend will be the first to admit that he wasn't very handy with tools and really did not know very much about restoring a sailboat. And he found himself at a crossroads. Does he buy the boat or does he not buy the boat? Well, of course, he bought the boat, and the first domino fell. He figured he needed to learn how to sail and planned to keep on working on the boat as he learned. The second domino fell as the marina charged $1,200 to launch the vessel, and then the third domino fell when the marina charged another $1,500 for slip rental annually, but he was chasing his dream. All right, I want to fast forward now. The boat, which he purchased with money he took from his 401k, by the way, that is a topic for another podcast, which we will get to one day. Now back to the story. Well, instead of restoring the boat to a pristine condition and sailing the world, he made just a few cosmetic improvements and then had it launched in the bay about an hour and a half from his home. Unfortunately, he was living his adventure all by himself, 100% alone. His wife didn't enjoy sailing, another domino. His teenage kids were too busy with school and sports activities, another domino. Naturally, he felt guilty spending every weekend on his sailboat, but with so much money tied up in his boat and the added maintenance expenses, he had to get his money's worth, another domino. So off he went every weekend, forcing himself to enjoy a dream that was quickly turning into a nightmare. And the dominoes continued to fall. The boat created a heaviness in his life. This slowed him down mentally, emotionally, and even spiritually, almost to a point of stagnation. And his boat to freedom felt much more like an anchor. One winter, as his boat sat on its $1,200 cradle, waiting to be launched in the spring with a $1,500 boost, he and his wife were helping their oldest son fill out college applications, and it just sort of hit him. Where am I going to find the money to help my son pay for college? 
That night, as he tried to fall asleep, the reality of his dream became crystal clear. He thought to himself, this boat is costing us a lot. I'm not really enjoying sailing it all by myself. I feel like I'm being selfish to let something that expensive just sit there because I haven't maintained it well. It's worth less than what I paid for it, and the annual expenses alone are almost the exact additional amount needed to help our son's first year of college expenses. My friend learned an important lesson about the natural progression of wanting more as he fell victim to the domino effect. At some point, the material possessions or experiences that we believe can make life more enjoyable for us, you know this, they can actually start a process, start the dominoes falling one at a time that actually can make our lives more challenging and more complex. And instead of giving us the freedom, the pleasure, or the satisfaction that we expected, it can easily begin to enslave us, begin to distract us from God and His plans, our peacefulness, our joy, our contentment. Now, I don't believe it's an over-exaggeration when I share that everything we buy, whether small or large, has the potential to set a hook into our minds and our souls. And as our earning power increases, we have the opportunity often to accelerate options in our lives, and we automatically come to this universal fork in the road. Do we follow God's plans or do we follow our own plans? Or more accurately, who's going to take control? Who's captain of this boat anyway? Is it God or is it me? Now, I have to take a few moments and encourage you on the positive side of the domino effect, lest I leave you with an improper one-sided view of this powerful effect, because it can be harnessed for incredible good. And for these examples, may I let these scriptures speak the truth so much better and clearer than I ever could. In Romans 5, verses 3 through 5, it reads, Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. How about that for a domino effect? Sufferings to endurance, endurance to character, character to hope that doesn't put us to shame, and the Holy Spirit is poured out into us. Now, God, that is incredible. How about Luke 6, 38? Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over will be put into your lap, for with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. What a simple domino effect that is. Give, and it will be given to you. I love that picture. And then finally, I was listening to a pastor recently who was sharing about Galatians 5, 22 to 23. That reads, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, 
goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Interestingly, the pastor was commenting on a commentary that he had read about this, and there was a type of spiritual progression through the fruit of the Spirit. And it was intriguing to me, basically that if you had love, then that would create the opportunity for joy, which would create the opportunity for peace. And when you're peaceful, it's much easier to be patient. And when you're patient, it seems it's so much easier to experience kindness. And when you're kind to others, you're sharing goodness. And in that goodness reflects your faithfulness. And in that faithfulness, there is a gentleness. And all of this exhibiting an incredibly spiritual and powerful example of self-control. I love that picture. I'd never heard Galatians 5, 23 being represented that way. The domino effect is a cumulative effect produced when one event initiates a succession of similar events. And when you find yourself in any money moment, pause and envision the effects that will likely follow. If you foresee the dominoes are falling toward God and His plans, let them fall. If you feel, though, that they are falling away from God and His plans and taking you with them, stop as soon as possible. Or, to keep it really simple, if you can do your best to initiate your money choices in alignment with God and His plans, you will always start at least the first domino in the right direction, and hopefully the many more that will follow. You've been listening to Change For Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. Thank you for joining me for Change For Your Dollar, where we have real conversations exploring the burdens and blessings around money, faith, and life. For more tools and resources, please visit changeforyourdollar.com. I'm John Putnam. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to being with you again next time.